so excited for this team to go and, and partner. And I just want to give you a bit of a snapshot, and, and, and I want to show you something a little bit different today um, about uh, what's going on with our ongoing partnership in Cambodia. Um, sometimes we, 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 can, we can see things very narrowly, but I want to encourage you uh, and share this encouragement. Um, not only is there an influence in, in partnership happening in Cambodia, especially with this ministry called AIM, Agape International Missions, and, and we've been partnering with them for, this is our fifth year, uh, we've been doing kids club with them, we've been building houses with them, uh, the team's going and doing seminars and, 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 and whatnot with them this time around, but uh, what's really cool is not only is the impact being felt in the land of Cambodia and in our church, but actually, there's, there's actually greater impact happening outside of our church as well. Actually, a, a friend of mine, uh, his church recently um, prayed and, 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 uh, and decided to start sending their church to Cambodia. And, and so we, uh, they were like, you know, who, who can we partner with in, in Cambodia? And so we said, oh, you know, there's a ministry we partner with every year, and it's called AIM. And so we connected them. And so they now going, they're going actually two weeks after our team comes back uh, to partner with AIM. But what the amazing thing is, um, the reason why AIM's taking them on, uh, even though they're a brand new church, is actually because of the partnership that they have with our church. And because we know this church, we're vouching for this church. And so the influence isn't just within our four walls. Actually, it's starting to grow more and more uh, I can see in the future that combined mission teams across different churches and different denominations from Sydney heading over to Cambodia because we've all got the same goal, and that's to love on Cambodia. So um, it's really exciting. It's really exciting. You know, if someone asked me five years ago, are we going to keep going to Cambodia every year, I would have given them an airy-fairy answer. And I would have said, you know, that's the goal. You know, we'd love to continue to go to the same place every year and continue to, you know, partner with the people that we do. But, you know, who knows? Who knows? And, and I look back five years now and I think about the, the four teams that have gone and the 15 that's going. I think about, you know, the, the thousands of dollars that we end up spending and raising uh, and supporting uh, to send these teams and the ministries there. I think about the, the countless hours of meetings and preparations. And, and if you go downstairs, you'll see um, a lot of the fruit of the preparation that's been done downstairs. And, you know, people are taking time off work. People are taking time away from their families. You know, people are giving up their own finances to go. And, and the question is, why do we keep going back? Why do we keep going back to Cambodia? And I think after five years of going there, I think that's a very legitimate question to ask ourselves, is why do we keep going? And, and to answer that, we need to go back to the beginning of why we started to go. Uh, 2013, we, we started this church, the Chapel Sydney, and one of the things that we, we, we did right from the beginning was to say that 10% of all the offering that comes into our church so any donation, all the offering that, that comes in on a Sunday or online, we're going to take 10% of that and we're going to put that into what we call a church tithe account. And that 10% is, the purpose of that 10% is to be used for the, for, for the work of the kingdom outside of the four walls of this church. Now, did we know why we did that? 
Uh, honestly, we probably just thought that was a very noble thing to do at the time. We thought, you know, let's set it up from the beginning. And... But now, looking back, that set us on because the, the, the reason why we set that even account or that principle was because there was something that stirred within our hearts when we first started the church. And it, and it comes from Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 to 20. And a lot of people would already know these verses. And it's uh, considered, uh, you know, some of the greatest verses in the Bible. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Jesus commands his disciples, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them. This is a commandment. This is a commandment that was given to Jesus to his first disciples and that was continued on and on and on. And sometimes we have forgotten that this commandment is not just for the disciples at the time, but it's for all disciples. All disciples of Jesus Christ have the responsibility to carry on the work that Jesus started. And that was to seek and save the lost. If you are a disciple of Jesus, you have no choice but to engage in the mission of Jesus. Whether you're a student, whether you're a young professional, whether you're married, whether you're a parent, it does not matter. If you're a disciple of Jesus that you must jump on board the mission, and that's to make disciples. Now, that can be done in our local context. That's what we do as a church. We make disciples. We help people follow Jesus. That's what we do in our local community. That's what we do interstate, in our nation, and that's what we do overseas. We go and make disciples because that's what Jesus told us to do. That's why we go to Cambodia. Now, let me give you some stats about Cambodia that you may or may not know. Cambodia has a total population of 16 million. Uh, the professing Christian percentage, okay? So people, you go up to them and say, hey, I'm a Christian, is 3.2%. Okay? 3.2%. That means non-Christians in Cambodia, okay, is 96.8%, which is 15.5 million rounded up and down. 15.5 million. Australia's population is 25 million, okay? That means 60% of our population is the unreached, unsaved population of Cambodia. It's as simple as this. The reason why we continue to go to Cambodia every year is because the mission is not finished. Because the mission has not been completed. 15 million people at this present point in time are going to spend their eternities away from God, separated from God. Do we really need any more encouragement? Do we really need any other reasons for us to go and continue to go to Cambodia? Let me widen our perspective to a global one, according to the latest research, and, and actually th this was an amazing uh, uh, statistic, 29% of people in this world, 
29% of people in this world, nearly 30% of people in this world, have virtually no exposure to the gospel. Okay? No, virtually no exposure. Now, our world is about 7 billion. So they reckon it's about 2.2 billion people in this world. That's not even non-Christian. They're people that, that don't have access to the gospel. 2.2 billion people. We can talk about numbers all day long, but when you put these numbers into perspective, what you need to understand is behind every number is a person. Behind every number is a soul. Behind every number is someone that Jesus died for. So why do we keep going on missions? Why do we keep pushing ourselves financially, stretching ourselves time-wise to do it? It's because the mission is not complete. One of the criticisms of overseas missions is that it's an ineffective use of resources. What about the local outreach? What about our local community? And you know what? I agree completely. Our local, com- our local com- community is as important as those overseas. But the solution is not to go, is, is not to shut down the one to do the other. The solution is not to say, hey, just because, you know, we, we're not doing as much locally, then, you know, we shouldn't do global and we should just focus on the local. No, the solution is to up the game and to get involved in both. We must keep going. We must keep taking the gospel of Jesus, the good news of Jesus, out to our families, to our workplaces, to our schools, to our local communities, and to the ends of this earth. Why? Because the mission is still incomplete. Sometimes we think, what can four individuals do in a nation of 15 million unbelievers? What's a, what's a, what's a team of four people going to do? What's a little church of you know, 70 people going to do for the, you know, for the, make a dent in, 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 you know, for God's kingdom in this world? The outcome is not the goal. For us, the outcome is in the hands of God. Our job is simple. It's just obedience. It's just faithful obedience. That's all we've been doing for the last four years. When we send this team, that's all we'll ask them to do. Just be faithfully obedient to what Jesus asked us to do. Go and make disciples of all nations. Sometimes we can see the work of missionaries and disciple making for those that are holier than us, that have been going to church for longer than us, for pastors and leaders. But Nowhere in the Bible does Jesus say that this commandment is for a few. This commandment is for all. If you are a disciple of Jesus, that should automatically correlate you to become a disciple maker of the nations. If you're a Christian, I ask you tonight, how is it that you are being obedient How is it that you are being obedient to Jesus' great commission of go and make disciples? Maybe we've made Christianity, uh, you know, go and, you know, tick the boxes on a Sunday. Maybe we've made it more about ourselves. And Jesus is there saying, no, I want you to go and make disciples, whatever context that is. 
And I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you, especially, like, if you're not a believer and you're here because, you know, you're here for the carnival, you know, welcome. We're going to have so much fun. You know, tokens, games, food, it's all down there. And I hope that you have a wonderful time. But if you're a Christian, if you, if you say that you're a disciple of Jesus, and I really want to put this out there, and I know it's going to sound a little bit into your face, but what are you doing? Where are you being obedient in your life to go and make disciples? Let's see, it doesn't have to be Cambodia. It doesn't have to be in Chatsworth. What about your family? What about your friends? You know, what about your workplace? What about your school? Are you being obedient? Are you being obedient? It's a simple question of obedience. Are you being obedient to Jesus? I'm not asking, are you any good? I'm not asking how many disciples have you produced in the last, you know, five to ten. It's not about that. It's just, are you stepping up and being obedient to the commandment of Jesus? It's as simple as that. I really hope that tonight that we have a great celebration. You know, the team's done a lot of work. A lot of our, the guys in our community have really stepped up and, and supported the team. There's, seriously, there's so much food. There's games. There's the great raffle. You know, I hope that most of you, you know, go home with a prize of some sort, a photo with me, lists. But as you do that, as you celebrate, and as you celebrate with us, if you're a believer of Jesus, I want you to ask yourself, how am I being obedient to Jesus in my life? Where is the disciple making happening in my life? And if it's not, it's okay. It's okay for you to admit that, but it's not okay for you to continue that. And if it's something that, that's on your heart, that's, that's where the church comes in. We've got a lot uh, coming up in the next year about discipleship making. Um, we're excited about it. We want everyone to get involved. Be reminded tonight, simply, the mission is not finished. The mission is unfinished, and we need to get on with the work. Amen? Let's pray.